Welcome back, everybody, to the next episode of Owen 2 Heroes. We're back. We have another episode. We still don't have an introduction or a slogan yet. Um, eventually, we will, but I, I don't know. This is like five episodes in a row. I've actually put an episode out. I still don't have a slogan, but who gives a shit? Um, this is also the first episode we're doing in person. I want to say, like, I think it's been like two years since I've recorded a podcast in person. So, no more awkward Discord pauses. So... When I point to him and I say, please welcome to the show. What up, Night Squad? It's your boy, Red Fox, host of Night of Living, a podcast. And we are here live in person in the grand theater that is my apartment featuring two cats that will fight (laughs) as we record just so it fits the vibe of the podcast. Mikey, thank you for having me. And also, I just thought of a slogan for you. Okay, lay it on me. All right. Fighting Fists of Fury. Okay. I don't know how, but work that into something. Work it in? Okay, thank you. Um, I think it's funny that you thank me for for having you on. I'm in your house right now. Thank you for having me here. This is your house now, man. <laughs> this is the big surprise I had for you. Oh, we're roommates all, now? All this is yours, except for the cats. <laughs> me and the cats want to go, you know, we're going to... We're going to join Jay West on his quest to become the hobo fighter of the world. <laughs> so, uh, before we get too far into this, yes, like we said, we have uh, Red Fox as the guest today. Before we even get into what game we're playing today, tell us, tell the listeners, tell me, either real quick or real slow, take your time, what's your history with video games, and particularly, what's your history with fighting games? Well, Mikey, I'm, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. So, ever since I was a young lad, I've been... Plagued with the dark hadoo. Oh no! Okay, it, it's happened many, many of times. Now, <clears throat> I have been playing video games for goddamn years. I'm the best. And if the next part of this episode I did not win against him in the game we we're playing, <laughs> the episode ends here, guys. Um, no, I've been playing video games my entire life. As you can see, I have every console known to mankind hooked up on one TV. Uh, you know, it's fire hazard. That's the other real life game I like to play called Will the Apartment Catch Fire? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so my gaming history goes back extensively. Um, and particularly since Own Two Heroes, fighting games mm-hmm. are my jam. Um, mostly, I, like, I love horror video games, they're my number one favorite. Mm-hmm. Fighting games are like uh, uh, about a dragon punch motion separate yeah. from it. Me, uh, my other podcast, Drunken Gamers Podcast, uh, me and my two co-hosts, or my three co-hosts, my Lou and Mikey. Uh, we Not me, Mikey, different Mikey. Other Mikey. Mikey from Drunken Gamers. Uh, the three of us have been fighting since... Uh, when did Vietnam end? <laughs> about a week after... So about a week after Vietnam ended and the dust settled, okay. we started fighting each other. It is a bloodbath. We... Uh, do about two fighting game nights a week um, where we just kick the living shit out of each other. And, like, we don't just play, like, the newer stuff. Either. Yeah. When we play fighting games, we go back. Mm-hmm. Like, like for example, right now, uh, I've been playing through the Mortal Kombat series. Okay. Um, I started with 9 on the Vita while playing 10 mm-hmm. and 11. I was playing all through at the same time. The story's very confusing. Don't ask me what it is. I did this to try to keep up, like, to catch myself up on the story before Mortal Kombat 1 came out, and I just confused myself all <laughs> over, so. But, uh, we're actually playing, we're beating the shit out of each other in Mortal Kombat 10 right now, and Injustice 2, mm-hmm. 
But then, uh, like last week, we were playing Third Strike. Okay. Like, we just, we jump around with fighting games, but we're all big enthusiasts of it. Um, fun fact, I have won Evo before. Really? No. But, <laughs> but if we can make that rumor spread around okay. that I, Red Fox has won Evo, it was back in like 20, 2005, uh, you know, I was like eight years old, so the internet wasn't around, you wouldn't be able to find footage, so okay. really you can't tell if I'm lying or not. So, if we, if we want to make this happen, we have to... Not this podcast, because we just said it was fake. Have me on one of your podcasts and pick, like, an Evo, like, 06, when there's, like, no internet footage, but also not one of the headlining games. Like, you didn't win Street Fighter. Oh, no, because no. Th- I won Clay Fighter. B- because there's records of that. You won the Clay Fighter side event at, at something. Uh, I know people who have won... Uh, you ever play Catherine Full Body? Like, that oh, weird Jesus puzzle Christ, game? yes. Yeah, I, there's, like, a competitive Catherine side tournament at Evo, and, like... I, like, I know people who have, like, competed in that and, like, won that. So, like, you like, yeah, you're the Evo Clay Fighter 63 and a quarter champion on the 64. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was all-state Clay Fighter back in 86, so, I mean. Um, but, yeah, I, oh, I love fighting games. Yeah, if I can ask you a, yeah. a fighting game question, what's your favorite retro fighting game? How far, how far back is retro? Like, So, I'm going pre-PS2. For retro on this. Because mm. PS2 had too much of a medley of yeah. great fighters that still work now, and most of them um, are available now on as rematchers or yeah. in additions. So, pre-PS2 era. So, my first reaction for retro was Marvel vs. Capcom 2, but that, w- that was on the PS2. I have, like, so I don't think that counts, because I, I, have, I have two PS2 copies of that. So before that, I'm gonna go. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go real stupid, just because I'm thinking how much like silly fun I've had with this game. Have you ever played Kart Fighter? Yes, I have. The the fucking ROM hack for Mario Kart where they made it Street Fighter. Yes, I I, I have. I've played way too many games of, of Kart Fighter. Just like when we used to hang out, I had like I hacked my Wii so I could like play like. NES ROMs on it, and we're like, cool, we're gonna do this fucking weird Japanese bootleg ROM of Street Fighter meets Mario Kart. Uh, for me, now I want to say Killer Instinct for the SNES. Yeah, okay, yeah. I actually have that black cartridge right there. Okay. That is Killer Instinct. Fun, okay. And in the Game Boy that's somewhere over there is the, not those two, it's a Game Boy original. Oh, okay. Um, is the... Game Boy version of Killer mm-hmm. Instinct. I won't go KI though. I'm gonna go TMNT the Tournament Fighters. Oh, that's a go. Okay, that game fucks to a disgusting degree. I don't know how they haven't thought to bring. I want Arc System Works <laughs> to, 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 to do that instead to, of Dragon Ball next time. Well, yeah, don't do another because Fighter Z is perfect. Yeah, you just need to keep adding characters, yeah. and that's good. You don't need a Fighter Z mm-hmm. two. What you need, also, how many more issues of Goku you're going to get? What you need is you need to take Arc System Works and take all four turtles. Mm-hmm. Then take real life turtles. Okay. And just like, I'm going to find out who's in charge of, of giving them game ideas. Okay. And every day, or once a month, I'm going to mail them four baby turtles <laughs> until they get the fucking message. Arc System Works making a TMNT fighting game would be great because 
TMNT, sorry, not to ramble. Go. Uh, TMNT actually has a decent history with fighting games. Mm-hmm. So there are two of them that come to my mind immediately is TMNT Tournament Fighters, which is for the SNES and the Sega Play the SNES one. It's a better version. I was going to say, they're, they're two different ones. Don't they have a slightly yeah. different roster? Different uh, yeah. different roster and uh, slightly different gameplay yeah. mechanics. Um, the Sega, because you had the... Because of how the D-pad went, mm-hmm. it had the omnidirectional. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they made combos more um, Street Fighter based. Yes. Okay. As of SNES, did it more MK based. Fighting game fans will understand that reference there. But they have another um, Ninja Turtles game that is almost like a Smash Bros. On on the Wii. Um, on the game uh, GameCube. Smash Up. Uh, well, that's something oh, like that's, that. Oh, that, that's the one I'm th- because it came out around the same time as the animated movie yeah it came out well yes but it was uh, in relation to the 2003 Fox Card. Box 1 okay. it was called Battle ne- or Mutant Melee that's what it's called okay. Mutant Melee um, so let me see here Mutant Melee so this is what it was like I'm sorry for all of our uh, listeners at home. You should just come hang out at Red Fox's house next time we do an episode so you can see this. Yeah, just come by. Okay. It was like an open... It was. It played almost like Power Snow. Okay. Because not that's not the game I was thinking of. The one I was thinking of, Ninja Turtles Smash Up for the Wii. Again, this one, it's the sequel to that. looks just like it, but with more Smash Bros. influence. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was about to say... Okay, yeah. This one came out around the time the animated movie. That came out for the Fox Fox show. Right, which, right. I, I don't know how to work Ninja Turtles into this episode, but th- th- that was a great show. We, ju- we we need to do a Ninja Turtles video game so we can just talk Turtles yeah, the whole episode. We can do a fucking Tournament Fighters one. I got my SNES fucking <laughs> hacked over there. Literally, I get no work done. I just play SNES games. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was my... I wanted to find out about okay. retro gaming. Yeah, nin- Ninja Turtles. I love it. Okay. So, tell us... So, normally I, l- I let the guest pick the epi- like what game we're going to play, and you pick this episode... And if I remember correctly, you picked it when I was last on your show. We talked comic books. And I think you picked it, and the, immediately after that you said, Fuck you, Lou, I'm playing with Mikey instead. Yes. <laughs> so please tell us what game we're playing today. Alright, so we are playing Guru, Mark of the Wolves. It's Fatal Fury 4. Okay? Not called Fatal, Four, Fatal Fury 4. It's called Guru, Mark of Wolves. Uh, it's an SNK game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've actually learned more about this game from playing it. My co-host, Lou, from Drunken Gamers, has been trying to get me to play this game with him for years. We own it on the Xbox. And I kept saying, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, no, I'll definitely play it. Never played it. Mikey, <laughs> Mikey brought it up. I was like, oh, man, this will piss Lou off. Yeah, let's play it. <laughs> and now I've been studying. I Actually, I should have fought Lou for training, but I can't let... I can't play it with them. Oh, because then it ru- well no, because then it ruins the joke of me not playing it with them. <laughs> you, have to, you have to wait until after the episode to do it. Yeah, I, I was really happy when when you picked this game because it's been like on my list of games to play for a while. And you're like, what games do I have? What games do I have? And I was originally, I normally try to pick retro games that we can like emulate, so no one has to spend money. Right. And you're like, oh, I can get this. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, we can like do it online, or 
because I think you only had it on Xbox. And mm-hmm. I'm like, we can like do it on the emulator, or we can like meet up and do it. And you're like, it's two ninety nine. I'm just gonna buy another copy for the PlayStation, and yep. then we ended up doing it in person anyways. Yeah, I ended up getting it literally that night. I sent you the picture. I was like, downloading this bitch now. <laughs> um, I love the old school art style to yes. this game. Um, I actually got a little bit more appreciation for it. Cause, uh, so we were supposed to record the episode a while back, yeah. and then life happens. So naturally, six months later, we're recording the episode. Yes. Um, but uh, when, I started, when I tried it out back then, practicing it a bit, I was a little, not hesitant on the game, but I think it had been a while at that mm-hmm. point, because I played a retro fighter. Yeah. And then I bought Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, because he sent that thing to the group chat about the sale. And I was like, well, clearly I need to buy this. You bought 24 games for like 12 bucks or something like that. Yeah, it was well, we didn't do the we didn't do the Darksiders. Oh, you didn't do the second we'll, we'll one? Get, okay. We'll get that one next time. <laughs> I can't have too many games to play, man. I'll lose my mind. I'm playing eight <laughs> games right now at once. Two on each console in four different consoles. That's that's a lot of math. Yeah. Yeah, I it's it's I'm getting no work done. <laughs> so, yeah, so so this is a Fatal Fury game. Yeah, a lot of the characters in this either show up in future King of Fighters games or are, like, the kids from the previous characters of Fatal Fury. Like, the main character of this, Rock Howard, is the big bad guy, Geese Howard's son from the first, like, four Fatal Fury games or whatever. Right, and then he gets taken over by Street Fighter, and then he becomes a Street Fighter (laughs) character. And I don't know what the craze was, but right around this time... There is a push for all of the fighting games to go, you know what? Fuck our normal roster. We're going to the future, baby. Because I think the only Fatal Fury returning character was Terry Bogart. It came out like a year or two before Third Strike, where the only returning characters are like Ken, Ryu, and Akuma. And then it also came out around Tekken 3, which again takes place in the future and had all new characters. I don't know what the fuck was going on in the 90s where everybody goes, we have all of these iconic characters that people know and love. Fuck that, we're going to come up with new people. I got I got the answer for you. Okay. You know why it's the 90s? It was the extreme was 90s. The... That's why everything had to be futuristic. Yeah. Cyberpunk <laughs> as fuck. So you're like, Jin? He's a fucking devil now! <laughs> like, Akuma? He's a robot. He's not a robot, but he's got a metal mask. No, you you say that, and this is probably right around the time Akuma was the secret boss in, I want to say, Street Fighter versus X-Men, where he comes out as Cyber Akuma, and he has, like, the robot arm and the the leg and the arm. Yeah. I forgot about (laughs) it. You're right. It's from the future. (laughs) Yo, put him in Street Fighter 6. Just all, just put him with Street Fighter Six. You know, what, uh, regular Akuma's not even out yet. Forget regular Akuma. Give us Cyber Akuma. Cyber Akuma should have been base game. <laughs> put him in Fighters too, and in Soul Calibur. Actually, put Akuma in Soul Calibur. That'd be awesome. I'm trying to. I I figured this out once, and I don't know where the spreadsheet is about how many fighting game characters were guests in other fighting game characters, and I think Akuma is like number one or number two for like most shared. Number one. Because he's like he's like in Tekken now, and not just like in Tekken where like it's a crossover character like Link and Soul Calibur. Akuma's like canonically in the story now. They added him as like mm-hmm. as a real character, and I'm just like Akuma's just everywhere. Yeah, fun fact: he's in a game called Ashura's Wrath as well. Okay, 
they, uh, there's a DLC where uh, it's a side chapter in Shores Wrath where which is not a fighting game but uh, where Akuma is there and Akuma fights Ashura and it fights almost like Street Fighter 4 it's fucking weird <laughs> um, how Ashura hasn't showed up in any other fighting game he's the perfect character for it he's Akuma but slightly like less angry okay because Akuma Akuma's very angry. That's like his whole thing. He's just like consumed by anger all the time. And he sells fruit. <laughs> and he sells fruit. Never lose fact that, uh, never lose sight of the fact that the man has a day job. <laughs> Sell fruit by day, beat people who fuck up at night. Uh-huh. This was a this was like a particularly good pick of a fighting game because you were like, okay, we should do um, Mark of the Wolves, and then like the next month they go. Surprise, after 20 years, Mark of the Wolves 2 is coming out. So. Yeah, what the fuck? I seen that earlier today. <laughs> yeah. It's called City of the Wolves. They had one chance to use Den of Wolves. <laughs> and they fucking missed it. Now, I, I'm i not super into SNK games. Um, I, play, I played this game in particular in like my old arcade, but I'd never know the story mode for them. I'm pretty sure, and I'm, I'm sure all of you fucking... FGC Twitter nerds are going to get on my ass about this, but the reason it's called like Mark of the Wolves isn't um, Terry Bogart, isn't he like the Wandering Wolf? Isn't that like his fighting name? His nickname is like the Something Wolf. Uh, yes, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He, it's his correct title is uh, the Legendary Hungry Wolf. Hungry Wolf. There we go. That's okay. what it is. From Guru. Densetsu, meaning Legend of Hungry Legend of the Hungry Wolf. Gotcha. And he has a pet monkey named Uki. Oh, I did not know that. I learned that a while back when I was researching an SNK versus Capcom game. Oh, <laughs> another game I want to do on the show. But okay, so I'm on the SNK fandom now because where else would I be? Uh, Terry Bogard, he's 5'11". I was expecting to be taller. Wild Wolf. Hobbies. House painting. Dislikes cigarettes and slugs. I'm with him on those. I'm with him on both of those. I don't... Uh, his fourteen sports? Basketball. I don't understand how any of this has come up in any SNK game before. You know what I love? And so, older arcade games had this beautiful like way of telling you the story of these characters... Mm-hmm. Through, like, arcade mode or, like, interactions with other mm-hmm. characters. And, like, you learn so much about the characters through the game. Like, I learned a while back, and it put me on a fucking rabbit hole, about uh, Sean from Street Fighter being Ken's, like, disciple. Yes, okay, from Third Strike. Yeah, from yeah, Third yeah. Strike. Now, if you play Third Strike, how the fuck do you learn that? Well, you learn it through, like, arcade modes, mm-hmm. interactions, uh... Like art, like the the gallery art, yeah. shit like that. Old fighting games, they didn't just spoon feed it to you. They kind of like it was. It's in a weird Dark Souls kind of way where it's like, well, you play the game, you have and to you find learn, it. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to find it. You, you learn it as you play it, and you learn more about the story and these interactions between the characters. Because like Street Fighter has a story mode. I'm shooting Street Fighter as an example, but yeah. has a story mode. And you learn the story as you play through it, mm-hmm. through small little interactions, opening intro, like dialogue, shit like that. They do it well, 
But these old games like Guru um, and the older Street Fighter games, I'm, I want to play the story mode just to learn mm-hmm. about these characters. Because Fatal Fury apparently has a really interesting story to it. I could not tell you. I... I same. <laughs> Just like maybe just because I'm a shitty podcast host, I didn't do enough research. I can't tell you about the whole Fatal Fury history, but it's, hey, we're here for the fun, not the facts. Yeah, I, I I say this every episode off mic when I talk to people. I'm not I'm not here for the analytics. I'm I'm here for the vibes. So we're just gonna yeah. we're gonna throw some fists and, and and see how the night goes. But all fists, no facts. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Owen Two Heroes. All fists, no facts. I, I like it. <laughs> but all of the not all of the characters, but a lot of the characters in this game in particular like I said, relate to other characters. And, like, there's two characters who are, like, the sons of, like, a previous rival. And then, have you played any of the King of Fighters games? Yeah. Okay, so in the new King of Fighters games, there's a luchador named King of Dragons? King of Dinosaurs, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh, yeah. I know, I know he, what you're talking about. He is Tizok, the griffin guy, but, like, before he's a dinosaur. He apparently got so disgraced losing this tournament, he gave up his Griffin luchador helmet, retired that persona, and when he went back into wrestling, came back as, like, the king of dinosaurs. It's the same character, but with a different headset. So, again, that's why I love fighting game lore. Because it would make sense for him to be as a griffin, Mm -hmm. as a bird, evolving from a bird to a dinosaur coming back like being disgraced as what he was which was weak and then coming back evolved into a fucking dinosaur this is that's why i love fighting game (laughs) it's small shit like that also i have a beef with t-zock oh i thought okay i I was gonna get into this in the second half but i also have a beef with t-zock oh we can say for a second no no okay you brought it up i'm excited to do this now i'm a scrub when it comes to fighting games and i i hate grapplers i hate Fighting him, I hate fighting Zangief, I hate fighting Potemkin and Guilty Gear. Hate fighting King. Yeah, oh, and just like, he's just like, he doesn't do a lot of attacks, but when he gets you, like, great, half my meter's gone because he grabbed me, and just like, I'm not good enough to space around him. I hate, I hate Griffin, I hate Tizok. Were there any other characters you hated to fight besides Tizok? So, I hated to fight Tizok, mm-hmm. but I also hated that I really wanted to use Tizok. Mm. I'm trying to get into grappler characters. Okay. I only have one that I'm particularly good with, and it's Bane. Okay. And Injustice. Mm-hmm. But, and the, you know, the new people that I've been playing fighting games with, uh, a lot of them are grappler yeah. players. So I've been trying to, like, oh, well, like, that, it looks fucking fun. Yeah. t can eat a dick. Um, fighting him, I, I cannot do it. Uh... B. Janet. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm so good oh. at ever fighting her again okay. in my life. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I might have to uh, play her tonight then. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> uh, and then the last person, which is funny because I actually use him, is uh, Hoku... Hokutomaru. Okay. Now, I use Hokutomaru. I hate fucking fighting Hokutomaru. <laughs> But it's the same way, I use Ibuki in Third Strike. Yeah. I hate fighting fucking <laughs> Ibuki. Now, uh, the, the character you play, is that the one... There's two characters you named begin with H's, and I don't have the list in front of me. Is that the one who's a kid that jumps up and hits with, like, the staff from the sky, or is that the other one? Uh, no, that one. The ninja. Okay, okay the, the ninja, ninja yes. That, I don't know if you picked up on this, 
But the voice actress of that character is Naruto. I no longer want to play as him. <laughs> I'm Jap- now a rock Howard me. <laughs> the, the the Japanese version of Naruto, of course, just uh, because... Oh, it's a Japanese version. Yeah, I'm, I'm alright with him. Yeah, now. okay, I was, I was about to say... I'm okay with him now. Uh, like, I don't know if... Oh, right, I did play the English one. But I, I did look it up, and it's the same Japanese voice actress for both Naruto and, 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 and this ninja character. Okay. Do, do you not like Naruto? I just assumed you were a Oh, fucking... I love Naruto. Oh, okay. Absolutely. I absolutely love Naruto. I hate Naruto's voice, though. Oh, well, gotcha. The only thing I hate with Naruto. That <laughs> and the fucking... That and the swing. God, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Tizak, Seagull. So, I'm going through my notes, and it looks like I got out of the way. Most of the stuff I want to talk about before the fight. Is there anything you want to discuss before we pause for the ad break? All right. So, before we pause, I just want to let yep. you guys all know it's going to be a bloodbath. There's no blood in this game, but it's going to be a bloodbath. I'm going to find a way to use a fatality in this game. It's the only way for me to win the Tekken tournament. It's by me using a <laughs> fatality to become the king of the Mark of Wolves during the Street Fighter. Yeah. With that being said, hopefully I got in your head enough to be able to win oh, this. I'm <laughs> fucked. All right. All right. Uh, stick t- uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. We'll see you in a minute. Hi there. Are you in the market for a new energy drink? Are all of the same old, boring, basic energy drinks no longer exciting to you? Do they not energize you anymore? Then try Cryptid Energy. We have seven brand spanking new flavors that you can enjoy, such as the standard Cryptic Energy, the Arctic Yeti Blitz, or the Kraken Candy. But don't take my word for it. Here are some testimonies from actual drinkers and not paid actors. One day when I was 13, I bought a cryptid energy. I believe it was the Kraken Candy flavor. I was just real tired one day, and I went to my local Piggly Dog, and I grabbed me a cryptid energy. I noticed the can had a warning label, do not drink unless you are over 18. But I figured, what was the worst that was going to happen? Well, guess what? I'm still energized from that one can 21 years later. That's right. There was so much energy in that one can of cryptid energy that I have not slept and I have not aged in 21 years. I'm 34 now and I'm still rolling through life using the energy of that one can. Thanks, cryptid. Wow. What amazing feedback. Thank you. Now, I think it's time that you found your inner cryptid. And we're back. And the same way, we're back and I still didn't have a slogan. We're back and I lost another fucking match. You boys on top. Yeah, Red Fox beat me. Clean three one. I won. I won the first match pretty handily. I was like, "Oh, I'm feel, I'm feeling good about this. I'm gonna that win." That grant this. was tough. Yeah, but then you also beat my grant every other time I played you. So just like I think you figured me out very quickly. So uh, should we talk about the characters we use? Yeah, yeah. Let's go for it. All right. So uh, starting off, I thought I was gonna be a little slick bitch, and uh, I ended up using uh, Hokutomaru. Uh, little ninja dude. That didn't work out well. I got the shit kicked out of me. That and was not fun. I'm surprised, because, like, story mode, 
that character was this is like the second to last match before you reach Grant, the final boss. That semifinals gave me the most difficult time, like fighting that character, him and Tizak. But like when, once I figure out how to like, okay, I just don't get close to Tizak and I can beat him. That that little ninja guy kept fucking me up, so I don't understand how I beat that you that one time and then never beat you again. <laughs> That was it. One and done. I made my father proud. Uh, and then my other character that I used was uh, Hotaru Furuba. Uh, absolutely great. I was telling Mikey about this during the match. Uh, I love to use female main characters. Um, mostly because I know that there's some dude out there who's like, I got beat by a girl. Yeah, you did, bitch. Um, but uh, yeah, I used, I used uh, Hotaru for the last two matches in honor. Your boy clinched it. Yeah, you... Like, I, I really wasn't expecting, like, to lose that badly. But especially after the first match. Like I said, I was feeling, like, confident about it. But, um, I guess not. Yeah, well, when you brought out, uh... Oh, my God, what is that... What is that girl's name? Me, Jenny. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, when you brought her out and started after-imaging me, I was like... Oh, fuck, I'm gonna die. Especially when you start off the podcast with saying, I'm no good fighting against that character. <laughs> I thought I had it. I'm like, cool. That's like the next best character I have. I'm gonna, this is easy. Well, so, I will say, because the second match that I played, mm-hmm. I used, um, I actually, for the second match, I used, trying to check and see here. It wasn't Hoon, because I got. I, I played with Hoon in the after part of that. I forget how I, who I used second in the second match. I forget his name. Um, I'm looking it up now to see. I used Hotaru in the third, not Jae Hoon. Who the fuck did I use in the second match? The um, I thought you used Hotaru. Utaba the second match. No, I used Hotaru in the last match. I used okay. three characters. I used the one that looked the most like a Street Fighter knockoff. Okay. Uh, I forget who that... Because remember, I caught you with the... Uh, Gato. Gato. There yeah, we go. Would, yeah. I used Gato in the second in the second match. Because uh, that's when you used uh, B... What's her name? Jenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B Jenny on me. Because I caught you... I, I got you in the fucking air. You got me in the fucking air. <laughs> His, like, super move goes, like, 90 degrees straight up. And I'm like, I didn't know that. He's a geometry major. Yeah, god, fuck that noise. And, okay, so I, 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 lost, I lost, like, real bad, too. I, I, was, I was pretty confident. And I, and I don't understand how. It seemed like you didn't know how the game worked. You were, you were like, why are, why are there, like, phantom moves behind you? Why are you glowing like that? I'm like, oh, that's, like part of the top system you have to select like what part of the health bar goes to that's like a big aspect of the game and you're like i don't know okay <laughs> here's why i can explain that okay so here's the thing i am great with the fundamentals okay that's why like there's game like um, i'm trying to think of a good game example um okay street fighter 6 a more recent example um which if you want to know more about street fighter 6 oh two heroes Great episode, two episodes back on Street Fighter Six with uh, with Shadow from uh, Animated Gamers. I'm great with the fundamentals mm-hmm. of fighting. Like, I am a very good 
rushdown. Mm-hmm. But my rushdown isn't like isn't like normal people's rushdowns where it's like combo, combo, combo into this and extent. Mm-hmm. No. I know how to get in, get my hits in, and then I backdash back. Okay. And like I know when to defend, when mm-hmm. to jump in for attacks. The extra stuff, I cannot collaborate the okay. fucking two. <laughs> like, you've seen a few times where I was like, combo, combo into like this like EX move. Yeah, yeah. Only a few times though. But I can get in, do my damage, get back, and mm-hmm. then defend, wait for my opening, get back in. That's where I do mm-hmm. good because... A lot of people, like, especially with, um, like, if this game had a better grab yeah, uh, mechanic, I would catch better with grabs because what I do is I get in, hit these rushdown combos, and people are still defending because they think that I'm going to, like, combo to an extent. Hit them with like, another one, and then that's when you just whip right, them and up. And that's know. where I'm like, wrong person. I ain't that good. <laughs> I just grab them real quick, and then I, I get that last little bit in. Alright, so seeing as how you had no idea what, what the top system was, I'm going to go ahead and explain it both to you and the audience. Oh, please people haven't played it. I didn't ask you to play it. I need to know. <laughs> so, um, when you open up Guru, um, at the start of the match, it tells you a top system. And it takes your health bar, and it doesn't give you extra health. It gives you, like, super health. For either, it breaks it into, like, you can pick the first third, the middle third, or the last third. And what happens during that is, like, you get a little bit of a stronger move, and okay. you can, like, doing that, like, there are certain things you can do that will actually, like, regain your health, and you regain, like, more health doing that. Like, I, I tried doing it a couple times, but you can parry in this game. It's called okay. Just Defend. I-, I did that once, and I was yes. like, oh, that's lit. Yes, it's, it's a Just Defend, it's a parry, like, in Third Strike. He beat it- my ass right after I did it, too, so... <laughs> And you get a little bit of health back. If you do that in top, you get even more health back. I think you might just, like, regenerate very little health just, like, hanging out in top. And, like, there's strategy to whether you want it in, like, the first, the middle, or, like, the last third. I just kept matching what you were doing. Yeah, I, I noticed. And I'm trying, I'm trying to figure it out because, like, a lot of people like to use it in the very... They like to start out with it because then you come out of the gate strong. You can do a whole bunch of special stuff. Mm. And some people like to do it at the very end as like a comeback mechanic like i'm on my last legs i need the extra strength like to even it out neither of those really worked for me i kept sticking in the middle because what happens is i like personally i focus too much on trying to do like those special attacks so like if i do it at the very end i'm like down to my last health i'm like oh i have to use like my special top moves because otherwise it's going to go to waste and as i'm trying to figure that out i get hit twice and i die but if i put it in the middle I think it's, like, for me at least, I can go, like, okay, even if I fuck up using top, I still have more of the game. Like, even if I didn't capitalize right. it, it's not, like, the end of the world. Right. It's not like this is your trump card. It yes. failed. No, that's it. Exactly. So that's why I like putting it in the middle. But apparently that's, like, a uh, not a very common opinion. I, I don't know if you know this about SNK games, but they're really, really popular in Latin America. Yes. yes. I, oh, I know. SNK games, super popular in Latin America. So when I was, like, looking up stuff for this game, I watched a whole bunch of, like, tier list videos in Spanish. I watched a whole bunch of, like, Spanish YouTube videos, like, explaining this game. I did too, but I didn't the subtitles, so. <laughs> and, and a lot of it was, like, talking about, like, the top system and, like, characters and stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm going I'm to keep it in the middle. But one of the cool things... I think this game came out in 1997. I 
I'm a shitty podcast host. I should have looked that up. L- let me let me see what year this came out in. Am I right? All fists, no facts. All fists, no facts. Oh, 99. I was way off. All fists, no facts. You know, I, I like that. That's just like <laughs> that's like my cover for whenever I get anything wrong now. Perfect. You know what? I think Tekken 3 was 97, and that's what I'm thinking of. T- Tekken fans, don't correct me. I have a but, fun story about Tekken 3, too, by the way. I, when you finish, I'll tell you. But it's very be, quick. Because this game is, like, 20 years old and people, like, like I, before re- fighting and before recording this, I watched, like, Evo Top 8 of this that happened last month. People are still playing this. So there's, like, 20 years worth of, like, research and documentation. So, like, the community has a really good understanding of these are the best characters, these are the worst characters, these are the best combos. You should avoid doing those things. So, like, there's a lot, like, if you want to get into this game, there's a lot of, like, resources that will help you and like teach you how to get better very quickly so like it's cool okay. which street fighter 6 like uh we did that it's still new people are still trying to figure stuff out when your shit's been out for 20 years that's just like it's like a dumb game like people found that shit right out. right if you don't know you just ain't gonna learn <laughs> yeah uh so can i uh, tell you a quick story yeah, about Tekken, uh, lay it on me um so in wildwood new jersey mm-hmm there is uh, the the hotel my family stayed at has been. My parents have been staying there for almost thirty some odd years. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty sure I was conceived in this hotel. <laughs> like I've been going there. Like my dad and the owner are like they've known each other since they were younger. Mm-hmm. So he had a Tekken three arcade machine okay. for years mm-hmm. i am nasty at tekken 3 on the arcade cabinet okay transfer that shit over to a console i'm garbage i'm terrible i'm using eddie and i'm cheating that's um, why you gotta get a fight stick it's like the same thing as like i have fight a fight stick it's behind your fight stick th- th- then get, get, get good i don't know what your excuse is my excuse is not the cabinet all right <laughs> that, it's not the cabinet my mom's not about to yell at dinner son so uh he recently sold mm-hmm. uh, about two, three years ago. He actually l- was leaving mm-hmm. from uh, managing this hotel. And they were talking about turning the game room into more of like a venue-esque thing. Okay. For people to rent. And I asked him what they were doing with the uh, with the, the cabinets and mm-hmm. all. Because there was the best cabinet there. Yeah. Well, he had Carnival for a little bit, but that's a that's shooting a fun- game. Yeah, yeah. So I actually told him, I was like, well, listen, I'll buy this off of you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't, if you're just, like, trying to figure out how to get rid of them, mm-hmm. I'll buy it off of you. He was going to sell it to me for $200. Okay. The cabinet worked yeah. completely. And I know how to repair those things. So, mm-hmm. I was going to buy it. My dad, and this was only about, I would say about three years ago. Yeah. My dad was like, well... Red Fox, if you if you want it, we need to yeah. figure out how to get it back. It's not fit in your Honda. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let me figure this out. Because mm-hmm. if I bought it, I had to do it then. Mm-hmm. So we set it up to come back down uh, about a weekend later. And to come pick it up, we were going to drive the truck down. Yeah. We were going to get it. I had cash in hand. Mm-hmm. Fucking buying this cabinet. Yeah. My parents were like, We'll put it in a storage unit until yeah. we figure out where to put it. Like, but you know, like you've been playing it since you were younger. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's let's get it. I inadvertently inspired this man of the fact that this is how you can get rid of the cabinets. People will buy them. 
So when he posted a picture of one of the, like the uh, like academy police game yeah, yeah, for yeah. the shoot people tack force, he posted a picture of it, and it was right next to the tech cabinet on Craigslist, and the person responded. How much for the Tekken cabinet next to you? I'll offer you four fifty. Oh no! He sold the cabinet to the other guy, and he called us like the Wednesday before we were going yeah. down to pick it up. And was like, "Hey, I'm really sorry, but like I'm leaving this, and this is my full time gig. I'm trying to make as much as yeah. I can and cash out before I leave." Uh, there's another gentleman who already purchased the cabinet for four fifty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll never come back here again. Because it's under new management, I wouldn't yeah. anyway. But still. <laughs> the principle of it, yeah. yeah I the get principle that. of it. Uh, three years ago, I almost had an official fucking Namco Tekken 3 arcade <laughs> cabinet. And I don't have it now. Instead, I have my arcade cabinet I just showed yeah, you. Yeah. But it's not the same. It's not the same. You know how great this apartment would look? There's a Tekken arcade cabinet in the corner. It, it would be very cool. But my first reaction was... Good luck getting that up the stairs. I, man, I got, I got dollies and whatnot. I can make it work. But, uh, if anybody wants to hear more about Tekken 3, episode 3 of our podcast uh, is on Tekken 3 with John from the Video Game Lounge. Shameless self-plug if anybody wants to go check that out. But back to Guru. So, like, I'm really glad you picked this. Guru is like, it's like a classic game. People love it. It's like, people say it's like the best Fatal Fury game. It's a lot of fun. And... You you didn't like this game until we played it, and then you were like, oh, this was fun. Yes, okay, so, if I may. When I was training up in the Himalayan mountains to fight Mikey on this, I was like, this, like, I, like I mentioned yeah. in part one, when I first started playing it, I didn't really have a feel for it. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, like, it's a little older, I don't think I can get down with this. Like in an in an arcade setting, sure. But like I, I, it's fun, but it's not what I'm used to. Right yeah, now. I'm playing more modern fighters. So then I switched up, and you know, but I mentioned I played Street Fighter Third Strike. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I can relate this back to Guru. Mm-hmm. It's not as fun to me as playing with a person. So when I first played it, yeah. I was like, you know what? It's a solid six out of ten game. Now that me and Mikey just played it, it's a fucking 11 out of 10 <laughs> game. This game is the shit, guys. so good. This game's so good. So, all right, so I've won. But Mikey then kicked my ass after we were done that. So, <laughs> like, after that, we were fighting each other to the death. Like, we were yeah. fighting like the rent was doing. We're both paying <laughs> it. Like, we were, we were just picking characters, rumbling. Remember what I said about T-Sock in the beginning? I lied. He's fucking great. He's the best character ever. Actually, no, I lied. The other guy with that, I was like, oh, cool. So he's just Ryu. Oh, no, fuck. But. Yes. But. But is the Kanush. fucking man. He is the greatest guy ever. Like, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think he could beat up Akuma. <laughs> I think he can. I think he beat the shit out of Akuma. Um, and I ain't hearing otherwise. Uh, but no, after so after we did our matches, uh, we still played a couple games. Got to play with some new characters. It was very refreshing playing this game with another person. I think old school games like this do require a second person. Because mm-hmm. fighting the computer is either they're cheating, yeah, they're cheating, or you're just winning. Yes, there's like no in between with them. Right there, there's no middle ground. 
But playing with you, like I, I had mentioned to Mike when we were playing, like I'm playing like eight different games at one time. Mm-hmm. Guru was one of them. Now Guru is staying one of them <laughs> because I need to go and like challenge people online. Like yeah. I'm over here, big dick swinging on the table, <laughs> ready to fight everyone with this fucking character that went butt who apparently is the greatest character of all time. <laughs> I I don't know why his name is Kush or Kanush, but in, a, in, in English, it's, um, sorry, it's Kushnude Bud. I don't know why. He's Marco Rodriguez. He's from Brazil, and his name is Marco Rodriguez in every other region of the game ex- except in the English version. They, they made his name Bud. But yeah, he, he's fun. Um, unfortunately, the one time, to- the few times I try to play this online, all of the lobbies are dead. So if anybody wants to get in this game, hit us up. We'll be the only people in the lobby, so you don't need to worry. Just just let us know. Just We're find around. the bloodbath lobby where me and Mike are killing each <laughs> other in this game. Yeah, but um, I, I say this every episode, but like this game is, this podcast is like kind of boring in preparation, but then when you actually like play against the person, it's like, oh, cool. This was fun. This was worth it. Hey, what do you mean boring? I was getting drunk playing Guru yeah. at like 12 o'clock <laughs> at night. It's like, I gotta win. It's the like, so, so this was nice because I had it on the PlayStation so I could, like, play in my living room on the nice TV and, like, I'm hanging out with the dogs or, like, like Hannah can be there and doing something. All of my other games have been, like, on emulators in my PC in the basement. So I'm, like, in the basement by oh, myself. Yeah, trying to grind this shit out. It's like, this is... What, what am I doing at, like, a Sunday morning by myself in the basement hunched over my, my keyboard? This isn't fun. But um, also particularly, like, playing in person... This was the first time that when we were, like, done fighting, we were like, you want to play more for fun? Yes. Because all the other times, it's like... How do you T-Zock? Yeah, all the other times when I record, it's like a Saturday afternoon or something, and everyone's like, okay, I have to be out by, like, noon, because I have to, like, go do stuff with my family. But we're recording this on a Wednesday night at 11 o'clock, and there's, like, I'm off tomorrow. I'm not doing anything. I I can dick around for, like, six more matches. I don't have to, like, you're not kicking me out anytime soon, I don't think. (laughs) Now, I already assessed this apartment is yours. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that changed after you beat me. I figured, like, the rights to the apartment were on the line for the game. Well, so. no, so so the apartment's still yours, but I beat you, so your left shoe is mine. Okay. <laughs> like, I win for shoes. You could okay. You could finally follow Jay West around on the subway train, but I just have a bunch <laughs> of shoes. It's like, what's with that guy? Doesn't matter. Fight him. He's the one training. <laughs> I just have shoes. So uh, I'm looking at my notes, and the only other thing I wanted to, to point out, um, normally like in Street Fighter or like Tekken or something, when you win, you just get like a little check mark in the corner, or, like a light changes colors. This game, everybody has their own individual logo, which I thought was really cool. I noticed that. So I noticed that mm-hmm. after our fights. Yeah. That is a fucking awesome touch. Yeah. That like, small details. It's like so that, little. It, but they matter. It yes. matter. That was so cool. Because the one match the one match when I was using uh when I was using butt, I was like I was like, Oh, I thought I was dead. Yeah. And I looked at him, I was like, Oh fuck, he's got like some nuke thing next yeah. to him. Like, he's got another fucking move. <laughs> and then like uh like T Zock or Griffin, depending where you are, T Zock when he wins his little tally mark, it's a feather. I think that's mm-hmm. cute. And like when Great wins it's a star. And the only other game I've seen that has like individual icons per character is Smash Bros. But even then, like, the logo behind your icon on the bottom where the health is, it's like, 
representative of like the series. So like if you play like right. Mario Luigi, they got the mushroom there, and like it's just a little touch like that that makes this game like oh that's cool that stands out. It makes the characters feel more unique, even just like like when animations aside, when like quotes aside, just like a little health bar thing just for them. It's I like it. Right. Which to touch on that too. I think it's very important in older fighting games and in newer fighting games. Should mm-hmm. take example to, uh, to uh, Mark of Wolves with this. The aesthetic counts for a lot. Yeah, it does. Like that neat little touch, the little logo mm-hmm. or the little logos in between your wind symbols, like the background, the character, and like also it's represent it's representative of the character you're mm-hmm. playing. Small things like that add a lot to a fighting game. Yeah. Like, it does. And I wish newer games would have small touches like that. Like, I forget which fighting game it, it, it was. It's not a it's not a fucking good fighting game. I remember that. But I remember their meters mm-hmm. were all different. Okay. Like, uh, the one with, like, a, a dinosaur that you would fight as. Mm-hmm. And theirs had, like, the starter meter had, like, a claw coming out Okay. Of the other one was like uh, Injustice has a thing like that. Where yes. It's like, and Injustice is, is is because I just beat the first one again. Um, that I noticed. Injustice is one of the first ones I've seen since this game, which I'll shoot you a text about mm-hmm. which game that is. But like small things like that make you feel like you're doing more just picking the character. You're picking the aesthetic of like yes health bar, your meter, like your win logo, mm-hmm. like it makes you and people main characters in fighting games yeah they want that connection like mm-hmm. street fighter 6 i main canon for reasons that are nsfw <laughs> um i can't believe i just pulled that out of my ass there i'll try to remember what the fuck the, <laughs> an, what the fuck the anagram was um but like cammy is my title my title card yeah and all like small things like that people do because they feel attached to the characters mm-hmm. little aesthetic change like that 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 guru had that is one of the other things that hooked me because I noticed it yeah. with the butt fight. Then I noticed it, really noticed it with the, the when we did the, the Tiok fight and all. Which, by the way, Tiok is the shit. Yeah. He's, he's feathers and <laughs> <laughs> Um Apparently, he didn't like the feathers. He felt dishonored, disgraced, and he's a dinosaur now. Which I, after you mentioned that, you were like evolving to something like more dangerous and stronger. I was thinking. It's also, like, in a way, reverse evolution. Aren't, like, birds the closest ancestors or, like, descendants to dinosaurs? Crocodiles. Really? Okay. Uh, crocodile, alligators, and turtles. Okay. Are the closest. But evolutionary-wise, yes, birds. Yeah, and just, like, so it's, like, the reverse of that. Just, like, yeah. going from the bird to the dinosaur, which I thought was cool. And, like, I, I pulled up a picture of the, the newest King of Fighters game. King of Fighters 15 just came out last year by SNK, features a lot of the same characters. And, like, their health bar system and, like, their meter thing, it's so bland. It's so boring compared to this. And, like, it, the meters, like, the health bar in the new KOF looks like a ruler. It has, like, little tick marks, which I guess is, like, good for visualizing, like, how much health you have left. But I don't need you to break it up into, like, eighths for me to see like oh um six eighths down the, the way just like it's it seems so boring compared to like the fun little just even the little touch of like the star next to grant's name when you win right. something like that 
Small shit like that, it, it counts for a lot, especially in older fighting games mm-hmm. where, you know, this is all you have in it. There's no cinematics. Yeah. There's no, like, rank play, no tower mode. Yeah. No challenge mode. No. But it makes up for it by having these small, nice little mm-hmm. touches that show the extra care for the game. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. So, from us playing this game, I can very genuinely say this game has kind of starting to break into my top ten of fighting games. Yeah. Like, and I enjoyed it when I was, like, after, mm-hmm. you know, after I started playing older Street Fighters, I was like, okay, I can relate this to Guru, mm-hmm. and I started training more in Guru. But playing it with you, I'm like, I already texted my group chat, and I was like, <laughs> alright guys, we gotta fight in Guru. <laughs> we gotta do it on PlayStation, though, because I only trained the PlayStation. We're not doing it on Xbox shit. <laughs> and, like, I, I played a couple, like, traditional fighting games for the podcast now, and I've played throughout the year, I mean, like, throughout my lifetime, different fighting games, and, like, I'm not counting Smash because that's, like, a weird, wonky fighting game on its own, but, like, of traditional fighting games, I think, like, playing as Grant is, like, the most fun I've had with, like, a single character. I don't, I don't know what it is. I think it's because Grant is easy, and he's, like, dumb strong. He's just, like, a brute. And you're fucking Googling, yes, too. But, but he's also easy to use. I've had a lot of fun with Grant to the point where just, like, more so than, like, um, in, in Tekken, I like using Panda, because I think Panda's funny. Panda's awesome. Yes, and, like, in Street Fighter, I try to use, like, Akuma for, all of, for like, all of the, the games, because I like Akuma. I think I like gr- playing as Grant more than that, and then I was disappointed that this is the only game Grant has been in, because of, like, the weird future bullshit where it happens uh, at the end of the okay. timeline. Grant's not, like, relevant well, we, yet. we got the announcement of uh, Mark of the Wolves 2, so... Who knows? Maybe Grant can come back. We go even more future. Yeah. Grant's an old man. He sells <laughs> he sells fruit across from Akuma. And then Akuma comes back because Akuma loves being in everyone's fighting games. And as we mentioned previously, Geese Howard and Akuma canonically in the same universe. Akuma comes in trying to figure out why Geese is dead. I have to train Geese's son. Terry's not doing a good enough job. And now I have Grant and Akuma in the game. Number one fighting game of all time for me. Yes, that fucking works. We made it work. And, like, I I was looking into, so, like, not this one, but my old fight stick, um, there was no design to it. So I started putting, like, podcast logo stickers all over it. That, that was my game plan. And then I was like, I really want to get a Grant sticker to put it on this. Because, like, you go to, like, Etsy and a lot of, like, these characters are, like, popular enough. You can get, like, a Ryu or an Akuma sticker. Grant was in one game 23 years ago. I cannot find a fucking Grant sticker anywhere to put on my... But it's like, no one gives a shit. He was like a one-time boss in a game 20 years ago. But I'll, th- I'll 3D print you a little Grant. <laughs> I'm going to have the only on Grant... The bottom, it'll be engraved, never forget. <laughs> I'm going to have the only Grant amiibo in the whole world. I can do that. Yeah. It won't work as an amiibo, but <laughs> I can do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and... You can, like, make Amiibo... If you have, like, an Android phone, you can, like, flash Amiibo cards. I have to, I have a stack of them next to my bedside. I'm gonna go ahead and, like, flash it to Ryu. And, like, make the Ryu, like, a Kuma color. So it's, like, the closest thing I have to Grant, but but, but in Smash. And I'll just... I'll name the Amiibo Grant. But I'm looking at my list here. Is there anything else? Guru, Mark of the Wolves, SNK, Fatal Fury? You, you want to talk about anything you have on your um, list? Um... Just, I would like to just say, um, I highly recommend this game to yes. anyone who is a fan of old school fighter games, uh, more pixelated. 
this game, playing with Mikey, and thank you very much for introducing me into this game. Lou, you don't exist in this context. Um, <laughs> this game, and I'm not just saying it for the podcast, it really is breaking into my top ten. I'm putting this up there with, like, like where I'm at with some of the older Street Fighter games. Mm-hmm. Like, this game fucks. Yes. Because, like, I like King of Fighters, but I'm not a King of Fighters person. Yeah. The only one that I that I enjoy is, uh, I want to say 2003. Okay. Which everyone does, because it yeah. has the mechanics of Marvel's Capcom 2. Yeah. So you just relate to two different characters. This, though, is... By far, my favorite King of Fighters game. Yes, by far. I will actually put this above the other one because I enjoy this. I like retro gaming. Mm-hmm. I love old school, uh, old school fighting games. This game, I am dying to play with my arcade stick now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so once I get my arcade stick working on the PS5, I want to play it on that because I want to see how I translate it to my arcade yeah. stick. Days or my arcade cabinet days, mm-hmm. and also this will go on to my modded arcade cabinet yeah, of course. because this is going to be right there on the main screen. Yeah. This game is fucking awesome, and I recommend to anyone who's a fan of Third Strike, old school Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. This is the fucking move. It's so goddamn good. <laughs> plays so fluid. The music bumps. The music's great, and like that was also just like a thing of the time. I remember like Third Strike had, like, a really jazzy soundtrack, too. Yeah. And, like, Marvel vs. Capcom came out, like, a year or two after Third Strike. That had, like, a jazzy soundtrack. They kind of got away from just, like, the Sega Genesis, just, like, soundtrack. It's, like, the next system now. They have, like, more memory for songs. So they just, like, fuck it. We're going to make a great soundtrack. And they yeah. just... They did. They did great. And aesthetically, the character designs and the characters are great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's characters who clearly take inspiration from like actual like uh, kung fu movies and all and it works perfectly like i said it's a joke but like but genuinely he is bushido brown um or uh oh my god i forget the actual if you watch boondocks you know who bushido <laughs> brown is and you know who he's influenced by he is that but he's so goddamn cool all the characters look great and also, I just love the, the art design of the game. And I love the stages, too. The stages are so goddamn... Yeah. When we were in the wrestling ring, yes. and I was like, Mikey, this isn't going to work. I'm t I got the home field advantage, baby. And, and one of the things I liked about this... So, like, I'm thinking back to Street Fighter 2, and they had, like, animated backgrounds where, like, the characters were, like, cheering in the background. Or, like, you would see someone walking by with, like, a food cart. In this, though, because of the way it was set up, the back not only was the background moving but sometimes they would put something in front of the characters like the first stage we played or the second stage where it was like on the moving train they, they yeah. put they put a rail and like it doesn't block the characters it's just like down by their feet but it's another element that moves individually to make it feel like the train car is like actually moving i noticed i fucking noticed there's that. both like a background and a foreground and your character sits in the middle of it even though it's a 2D fighter, it really gives it that depth of, like, wow, look at all of this. Yeah, it's great immersion for the game, especially mm-hmm. for something this old. That was, that, that was fucking solid. Um, I do have one more question for yes. you, though. Uh, fighting game related here. What is the most obscure, weird 
fighting game that you've ever played? I've played. Okay, besides Card Fighter, which is like a weird yeah, that's, mod. That's that's already obscure I, enough. Yeah. Um, I, I remember I have like an EverDrive cartridge for my 64. So like it fits an SD card in there and I have like the entire 64 library on it. I remember I was playing... Um, we mentioned I'm going to need you to mod one of mine, but yeah. Clay Fighter. Just like I, I was playing Clay Fighter on that. And, and like that's fun. Um... I found this game that I haven't played yet, but I want to get it on the podcast. It was for the 3DO. It was called Balls. And, like, all of the characters, they just look like... They look like they're made out of, like, molecules, or they look like balloon animals, and they're just like... Weird. Oh my god, wait, I saw this Flibbly, game! Flobbly, <laughs> I saw this fucking game on TikTok before. Yes. Okay, I didn't know that was real. Yeah. I didn't want to look it up either, because I was like, I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to fucking know. Alright, god damn, alright, that's a good one. Damn, that beats mine. <laughs> okay, what was yours? Mine was, uh, have you ever played Castlevania Judgment? No. So, alright. Is, is that a PS3 era game? No, it's a Wii exclusive game. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is called Castlevania Judgment. It is, it wants to be Soul Calibur so bad, <laughs> but it's not 3D, it's 2D. Or, well, it's 3D, but it, it's like a weird hybrid. Okay. But it's so good. But it sucks. It's a terrible <laughs> game. It is one of the, I'm a huge Castlevania mm-hmm. fan. It is one of the worst games I've ever played in my life. It's so good. But it's the worst game. But it's great. <laughs> but it's terrible. But it's really fun. But you'll hate yourself playing it. But play it. Because it's bad. But it's so good. <laughs> I, I, I will add that to the list. Um, we super easy like to hack and just ha- play a game off a USB stick. So I'll I'll, I'll do that next week. Yeah, it it it, it really is fun, but it's bad. But it's good. But it's bad. Okay, so before we wrap up, I I always end the podcast with the same two questions. The first one kind of started off as a joke, um, but it might it might be a, a serious question this time. Normally we play like weird, shitty, obscure games from the '90s that nobody likes, but if you had the drunken gamers coming over, you had a crew coming over, and you had to, like, set up a fighting game night, are you setting up Guru Mark of the Wolves or Smash Bros? Son of a bitch, I've been listening to the podcast. I know this <laughs> fuck, I knew this was coming. <laughs> well, now that, like, I'm... Yeah. I am the Mark of the Wolf, um, I'm setting up Guru... Good, okay. ...over Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. The reason being is... Smash Bros... You can get lucky. Yeah. Guru, I'm going to beat the shit out of it. <laughs> and I want to win. So, it's Guru. It's Guru over Smash Bros. Also because Guru, I feel like it's a very good learning curve. Mm-hmm. And it's not too technical. Like, and I keep relating things to Street Fighter Third Strike, most because I'm playing right now. But Third Strike is one of the games where... The learning curve for that game, it's actually harder than it seems. You can mm-hmm. pull off fine, but you go online, you're getting smoked. Yeah. You play someone who plays it, you're getting smoked. Mm-hmm. Guru, I feel like a couple games in, a couple warm-ups, it's an even playing field no matter how good you are. Because they keep the game simple mm-hmm. and fun, but if you're really about that life, 
you can do some damage, but just know you slip up, you can get caught. Yeah. Like, there's no... I don't feel like there's too bad of a learning curve for Guru, where there's a, a situation where someone who doesn't play fighting games yeah. can enjoy. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone can enjoy. Characters, aesthetic, music, all that. You go with it. Smash Bros, I love it, but at the same time, if someone, if I'm inviting people over who don't play Smash Bros, yeah. I fucking recognize Pikachu. <laughs> the fucking yellow rat from Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to pick Pikachu. I'm going to pick the guy I know, mm-hmm. regardless of how good they are. But Smash Bros, if you're good at the game, you're just fucking good at the game. Yeah. Like, oh, I fucking know. <laughs> yeah, fucking I, Smash I, players. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Guru has, like, it has a low skill, skill floor that people can just, like, come in and have a good time. But also has like a high skill ceiling where if you want if you wanted to practice like those just defend parries and like just get really good at blocking attacks, you could. I'm not good enough to do that. But like right. yeah, I think it has like a good both like like you said, a good like entry level and like a good when you get like higher levels, there's like good playing grounds for all of that. Right, and I feel like too though, even if you're at a high playing ground yeah. guru and a low playing ground, guess what? Damage is the same. Mm-hmm. You can get you can get caught up in the middle of your combo by a couple by a series of you know, light attacks. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, just an EX move. And, mm-hmm. hey, guess what? You just dropped a quarter. It's anyone's game now. Like, I, I feel like this would be a... This is a very fun... Oh, I don't really play fighting games. You know what? You'll get yeah. the hang of it. I definitely think this is, like, a, like a good, like, first, like, entry-level level fighting game. Yeah, yeah. It, it's also, like, if you show someone Marvel vs. Capcom 2 that has 56 characters, there's three characters at the time, and just, like... There's shit constantly flying all over the place. Like, visually, that is a complicated game. When yeah. I was watching Evo, Hannah was like... I was watching Guilty Gear. She's like, what the fuck is going on? Shit's just, like, constantly flying everywhere. Yeah. It's, like, hard to keep track of. That's me and Strive right now. Yeah, it's like... And Strive, like, it's cool the first time I saw it, but every time, like, you get a combo, the combo counters in the corner, it gets bigger and bigger the more attacks you do, which is, like, cool in theory, but then half the screen is just taken up by 36 combo. Just like, there's so the much shit. The wheels of fate are turning. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much shit happening on screen, it's hard to follow along. This game doesn't have that. It's very much just like, I, like you said, I think this is a good, like, entry-level fighting game. Or yeah. just like a first fighting game to get into. It's got the characters, the aesthetic, the music. Mm-hmm. Most of all, it keeps it simple, challenging, and easy enough to learn. Yeah. Like, you learn the curve quarter circles no problem you don't got to worry about oh you got to do quarter circle forward back high heavy punch into yep. no no you do xxy and then you can quarter circle into yep. something there you go that's all you need bread and butter it's a and, very bread and butter game and then i think some people might like this versus others like snk games they have a four button control compared to the capcom six button control yes capcom has like Light, That's medium, and heavy punch. SNK only has light and heavy punches. So they they kick out that, that middle option. So, like, some people might go, like, oh, I have less attacks now. But who gives a shit? It's like, you still have, like, the light and heavy attacks. It's just, like, easy to work into combos. Yeah, but you work with what you got. Yeah, and you exactly. you make it work. And then the only other question I have here was, if you were working for the development team when the game was being made, if you could add any character to the game, who would it be? Akuma. <laughs> okay, done. No, no, here's why, here's why. And I, I say it jokingly, but yeah. here's why. Akuma, re- I've been thinking about this. I was hoping yeah. you were going to ask this. Akuma 
really does fit into every fighting game. He does. Even in Tekken, it's 3D. They made him work in 3D. He fits. He fits. Um, but not Akuma related. I would have liked a sword based character okay. mm-hmm. in it. Everyone's very uh everyone's very, you know, hands and feet. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. Street Fighter's like that too. But like you have like characters like Ibuki who use a kunai yeah, yeah. in some of their moves and all like and it gives a little bit of that hitbox ratio mm-hmm. where you have that length of your attack. I would I would like a game similar to or uh, a swordsman like character yeah. into this game. I think it would fit the aesthetic well and all. Mm-hmm. Um, actually in around the same time Samurai Showdown was was yeah. popping so also like, an SNK game. Uh, yep. Exactly. So you know like a Samurai Showdown character to show up into the game would be good. Um Maybe you, know, you would have to probably check it a little bit, yeah, because you don't want to be swiping someone half screen. But I think a sword character would work good in the game. Other than that, though, a character to bring in it's it, it, it's Akuma, it's Aku Nasty. He's yeah. the fucking he's the man. He is literally the Dark Hado. Yeah, yeah. I I would be if if I had Grant and Akuma in this game, I I would be very happy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Grant and Akuma fighting each other. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Now, now I'm just pitching a, a whole new game. I was gonna say, go ahead, make it King of Fighters esque, where I have a team of two people. Let me play as Grant and Akuma at the same time. But that, that's not that's not Guru at that point. That's just a different game. But someone someone go ahead and and, and make that. It, it can even be a Mugen for all I give a shit. Just like someone, I'm with it. I'm here for it. Someone someone make a team based fighter where I can play as Grant and Akuma. Make Tekken Tag, but do it right this time. <laughs> I love Tekken Tag. Or not Tekken Tag, excuse me. Tekken Cross Street Fighter. Yes. But make it right this time. Tekken Tag's a shit. My fault. I insulted so I, many people. I was, I was about to just like, oh, wow, I'm surprised it doesn't like Tekken Tag. Everybody likes Tekken, Tekken Tag. Tag. Okay. Tekken Tag's <laughs> the greatest game ever made. It go, listen, it goes Resident Evil 4, Tekken Tag. Okay. <laughs> It, it was engineering. It was the pong of fighting games. <laughs> it's perfect because yeah, it's simple. It, it it works and it had Pac Man in it. <laughs> but it wasn't it like box art appropriate Pac Man. It was like the weird Pac Man, the weird yep. Mega Man, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking absolutely. And they made it work. <laughs> but that's all I have. So unless you got something to uh, bring up or talk about, please. Yes. I have one more thing to bring Lay it up. on me. So, have you ever played the Onimusha series? No. Okay, Onimusha well, is a um, action adventure game. Okay. Okay. But there is a Onimusha game. I forget which one it is. I think it had a multiplayer mode or just the whole game where it played like Smash Bros. I will send it okay. to you. It is an interesting game. And I have more on that off the podcast. Okay. Maybe you could see it in a future episode with. Uh, one of my co-hosts, because I feel like that would be a fun thing to uh, nice. okay. play. And that's all I have. Is it Onimusha Blade Warriors? Ah, uh, it is Blade Warriors. For, for the PS2? It is Blade okay, Warriors. Okay, cool. Qu- quick Google search brought that up. So, uh, look out for that maybe on, on, on a future episode. Who knows? We'll see. I was about to say, my entire philosophy to podcasting is Never say no. So if anybody listening to this comes up to me and is like, Hey, Mikey, I want to cover this game on the podcast. Just let me know. I, I will cover it on the podcast. We can talk about it. 
yep, this is this is it. You guys can come here and play the game. I'll have it hooked up there. I'll just be in the back like, yo, fuck them all. <laughs> We're going to have Red Fox as, as the hype man. What? What I'm best at. Red Fox, it is 11.30 on a work night. I appreciate you having me over to your house. But please, let the people know where they can find you and your myriad of podcasts. All right, so it's been your boy, Red Fox. You can follow me on Twitter. Twitter or X going to give it to you. Uh, at Night of the LP, we are a Philly pop culture podcast. We talk about everything from gaming to comics to movies, pretty much whatever I want. And I have a revolving door of guests, so it's always a fun time. We keep it fresh, interesting, and we do a great job with it. Uh, just kind of talking about whatever we want. And uh, it's a lot of hate on that podcast. It's great. Like, I just hate on everything. <laughs> My, the last episode, I was like, Barbenheimer, you guys are all enjoying it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, and I just, I just had to let y'all know. You just hate fun. I, I can't get over yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I'm the fun <laughs> police, man. I hate it all, but it's a fun time. I never hate without reason. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at Night of the LP. Um, and then if I could just give a brief shout-out, uh, we do Drunken Gamers podcast as well with my co-hosts, uh, Dave, Mike, and Lou. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter at Drunken Gamer. Pod, uh, we every week we discuss a different gaming uh, topic, and then I have my horror podcast, Super Slash Bros, which it's getting the spooky season, so I got to promote this now. Uh, we have Mikey coming on. We're yep. gonna do the descent. I'm yep. bringing him in so we can talk about creepy cave things. Um, but you can follow that on Twitter at Super Slash Pod. So go follow all three. I'm expecting all three, or don't follow none of them. <laughs> Like, it's, it's, it's all three or none at all, baby. All right, let's see here. For Night of the Living podcast, I was on two episodes talking about comic books. You don't have to listen. I'm not going to plug my own episode. I'm just saying. You I can, will. Go you listen can, to them. Uh, you, you can find me on that. Um, I got drunk and rambled. We we did one recording, and Red Fox was like, this is too much. I need to do it in two. Because you, you, you give me a beer and a comic book, and I won't shut up. But for Night of the LP, I'd recommend... Oh, shit. I had a... Man, I had a really good episode of your podcast to recommend, too. It was, like, my go-to, like, oh, I really like this one. Wait, is it the one with the, the it's the Power Rangers one? Oh, that's exactly what yeah, it was. Because I, <laughs> I bring it up all the time. He does a really good Power Rangers series. Um, with Lance with, from with, Comic Book Keepers. Lance with Comic Book Keepers. Yeah, our, our, uh, I'm sorry, it's called, um, we actually have a name for it. It's called the uh, Sentai Knights. Sentai Knight Sentai, Sentai, no, just Sentai Knights. It's a series where I did with Lance. Right. About the Power Rangers, uh, Power Rangers, we're both huge Power Rangers fans. You've done multiple episodes on that now, yeah. and like the 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 last one I listened to was the one where you did the tier list of the Megazords. Megazord Madness. Yep, that that was a cool one. Two part episode because again, <laughs> I start talking and I don't stop. Four, um, drinking gamers. The one that comes to mind. You covered a Digimon game and at, Digimon U.S. Navy Seals. Yes, and at one point someone was like, "Yeah, there's like." There's, like, Agumon the Marine, and Dave's like, no, there's not, and then just, like, I have, yeah, Digimon the U.S. Navy Seals is exactly the thing to come to mind. That's my favorite episode we've ever done. <laughs> oh, my God, it, it, 30 minutes in, someone brought up this fucking Marine Corps Digimon, and that was it. It was the end. The rest of the episode was all about finding evolution for this thing. I, I think That's at one so point, good. like, so, it's literally just, like, Agumon, but gray in like in like military it's, fatigues. It's it's a blue Agumon with a fucking military hard hat and fatigues, and he's got a gun. But this then fucking evolves. dinosaur has a gun. 
It evolves into like a tank, I think, right? Just yeah. like it gets rid of. <laughs> and then for high on heart, no, you don't do high on heart. You no. do you do super slash. Super <laughs> Wrong horror podcast. Uh, for Super Smash Bros, I really enjoyed. You did like a full deep dive in like all of the episodes of Halloween. Halloween, yeah, the yep. the, the ones with, with Michael and, and like the Cult of Thorns. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you did a yeah. whole deep dive into that. Yeah, I did that with uh, Josh from Foreigners, Bio Nerds, and uh, Jay West from the We Get Dub podcast. We are the Myers boys. Yes, and uh, I, I haven't even seen all those movies, but I listened to all the episodes. I enjoyed that. Um, for me, I'm gonna go ahead and continue. Not to plug my podcast. If you're listening to this, you know where the fuck to find me. I don't need to plug my Twitters or my RSS feed. You're already listening to me. You know who I am. However, I do want to give a shout out to the band that does our intro music. Their link is always in the description of the episode, but I think I forgot to give them a shout out the last two or three episodes, and I feel bad because they're awesome, and they're from Queens, New York, which makes them even more awesome. So please go check out HTML, the band. Their link will be in the description below. They just came out with a new EP in April, I think. It's really good. They have a song about the Nintendo 64. If you're listening to this, you're probably a fucking nerd. You'll probably enjoy that song. Um, but I got nothing else to uh, plug. I got nothing else to say. Fred Fox, thanks for coming on. Thank you. I appreciate doing this in person. And um, yeah, there, there's going to be another episode. I already got it lined up. You're, you're so good with Owen 2 Heroes content. You're getting so, at least one thing once a month. I'm working on a surprise second thing to hold off everybody in between. Um, But until then, we'll see you next time. Peace. Later.